Hello and welcome everybody back to the Inside Our Galaxy podcast. I am your host, Eric Hernandez, as always. Uh, unfortunately, this is the final show of the season. Um, yeah, not how we wanted to end it uh, this soon. So it is what it is. We're going to talk about our recap against Minnesota, a 3-3 performance that unfortunately ended our playoff hopes um, with other results from the league. Pretty disappointing overall. Um, we're going to talk about that game, our thoughts on the tie, our thoughts on the season, and I'll probably talk about a little bit about what's coming forth in the future in next season and 2022. Of course, there's some things to talk about there. So, um, yeah, guys, let's get into it. And uh, before he just cut out with me, as always, is uh, LA Galaxy Central. How you doing, man? <laughs> I'm doing all right. Obviously, I'd be a little bit better if we made the playoffs, but I'll hopefully get over it sometime soon. Yeah, uh, pretty disappointing. Pretty disappointing for the most part. I mean, four out of the fi- four out of the last five years, we have not made the playoffs. So yeah, it's not good. Not good at all. Um, of course, it's very disappointing. It's very disappointing for the fans, for the team, for just everybody associated with the LA Galaxy. It's just, it just wasn't a good way to end it at all. No, no. So, um, but yeah, I mean, let's get let's get into the, that recap. Of course, of Minnesota, we had. Of course, we faced Minnesota in the last um, game of the season at home Uh, electric performance. I think overall, I mean, it let's, I mean, it wasn't a bad game. Let's just be honest there. It was a tough battle between both teams. Um, Both were trying to make the playoffs, depending on what result happened. One was going to get knocked out one or one or the other, or maybe we both could have gone in. It, It didn't matter. Just all depended on results. But however, at the end of it with that tie, uh, RSL got a late winner in Kansas City, which was a big uh, game to focus on because since RSL won against Kansas City, they they went up, we went down. Um, the tie wasn't enough for the Galaxy, and we didn't make the playoffs. And like I said, um, four out of the last five years, the Galaxy have not made the playoffs. So not good, not good at all. Um, this was just the most disappointing way you can go out. Um, of course, this is it's not like we haven't seen this before. We saw this in 2018, last game of the season again. And and, and um, uh, similarly with RSL, they ended up going in that year instead of us. So, I mean, it was just disappointing overall. But, um, I mean, what are your thoughts on this? What were your thoughts on Sunday, the game in general, and just the way the season ended? Yeah, the, yeah, the game on Sunday was definitely entertaining, but... At the end of the day, the Galaxy needed to pick up three points and nothing less, and they give up three goals to a team that's known to struggle at home. And RSL finds a late winner that sends them through the playoffs. You can maybe argue RSL got a bit lucky, but they did win. We didn't. We had our chances in the past. We were not in good form in the second half of the season, and we ended up missing out. So it's definitely disappointing. It shouldn't have even come down to this, but it did. So there's nothing I can do about it now. Yeah, I mean, there is nothing we can do about it, even even as much as we can complain about, you know, the whole, you know, the result and and, you know, with RSL as well, with the, with their controversial call. But even even then, it's like we were supposed to get three points. We needed the three points. We knew it was on the line. We didn't get it. Done. We didn't get it done. And at the end of the day, I mean, it was just it was just disappointing. And like I said, I think overall, when when you look at the performance, I don't and, and the game in general, I don't think it was that bad by the galaxy. I, I think defensively we were pretty bad, but like overall, when you look, I guess somewhat of a positive, even though it was just full of negatives, 
I, I think one positive thing was just the resiliency with the galaxy and they kept fighting. Um, you know, Greg Vanny made the right, you know, the right adjustment to get us back into the game. I mean, we, we were, we were fighting for, for what we could. And at the end of the day, we didn't, but you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, just overall it was just, it was just disappointing. Um, I, I mean, I don't know. It's just, it's shocking to me to see the galaxy do this again. I mean, it's not, <laughs> is it shocking though? Like, is it, I, I mean, in a sense, it's like, yes, we're kind of used to it, but at the same time, it's like, man, like, <laughs> I mean, the way and, you uh, started this season and the way you started and then just how it finished, it, it, it just, it doesn't seem right. It, it just really doesn't seem right in my opinion. Yeah. I said early on to the winless run that if we didn't start winning these games, we probably weren't going to make the playoffs because whenever it comes down to the last day, then it's just really anything could happen. So I wanted it to not come down to the last day and it did. And that's what ended up happening. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and we'll talk about our thoughts just about the season in general, but you know, again, for this game, I mean, we made some pretty big mistakes in this game, even yeah. though we, even though we came back, we made some pretty big mistakes. Like I said, defensively, we were just bad. Awful. Yeah. Awful. I mean, Fisher played terribly. Araujo cost us two goals. Williams drew a penalty. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's everybody. Yeah. I mean, everybody, I mean, the only person who really just didn't have a bad game, I guess was, Depew, if you want to take that, but like even then, like just in general, everybody in that defense, that whole entire back line was just was just bad. <laughs> and yeah, it was not good. Yeah, and that really, really cost us. Um, but I, I mean, surprisingly, I mean, Nico changed the outcome of that game, and you know how much we we've talked about Nico Hamaline and this whole season. But I mean, he changed the outcome of the game somewhat because he was good. He, yeah, when when he came in, the whole momentum shifted. So. I, I mean, but yeah, I mean, defensively, this was just bad. Um, you know, offensively, we were great. Chicharito was 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 scoring his goals. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I mean, honestly, it's just it, it was it wasn't it was a it was a half and half performance. But yeah, I, I mean, yeah, we made some pretty big mistakes in, in this game that could have changed the outcome. So yeah, it's just the end that made it disappointing. The actual game was okay. Like if it was just like a midweek game, I'd probably be fine with the result, but. The way it ended is not good. We can both agree on that. Yeah, the way the way it ended, and again, there was a controversial thing or controversial call in RSL or in Kansas uh, City against RSL. But even then, you can't just you can't just blame that. Yeah, we can't blame that. Of course, I, I mean Kansas City was pretty upset about it, and they they even felt bad for us at the fact that we didn't make it because of that call. But even then, it's just like we had to win. It, it was win, yeah. and we're in. So. And there's past results too that probably shouldn't have been ties or losses, and they were. So we just didn't get enough. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it, yeah, it was just bad. Um, do you do you have anything that on this on this tie? Anything that that kind of stood out to you in this performance? No, not really. Basically, what you just said it was an awful defensive performance. I thought Nico Hamalena changed the game, like you said. There's a couple players that were better, some that were really poor. You probably know who those are, but. No, it's disappointing, but yeah, nothing yeah. I can do about it now. Other than the defense, who, who do you who else do you think was kind of poor in in, in your in, in your opinion? It's a guy that we've said he's poor all year, Jonathan Dos Santos. I mean, I don't think he had a heck of a game. I thought he looked a little bit low on energy. He looked tired. He didn't look completely right. So I didn't think he did a good job running the midfield either, stopping Reynoso. So he didn't have a good game to me. And we'll get a little bit more into him later. So yeah. Um, 
yeah, I, I think the, the midfield was wasn't that great either. I mean, really just the offense just carried us that entire game. I mean, and specifically Chicharito because he scored two goals. But yeah, yeah, I mean, overall, it was just, you know, it was very it was an offensive game and our offensive offense carried us through that game. Um, so but yeah, I mean, I would I would agree with you with Dos Santos. He did not play that great. And of course, we we've talked about him so much this season and what he's been through. And it hasn't been that great. And, you know, it was just another performance where he just didn't play that great. So. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, I, I, I think, yeah, I mean, I'm just very sad. <laughs> I'm just very sad. At, at the there's no other way to put it. There's really no other way to put it because, you know, it, it happened again. We weren't happening. We, we were, we didn't want this to happen again. And honestly, I kind of expected that we were going to make it. And same. Yeah. I like, I don't know why, like when I went into that game, like I had hopes that, the galaxy were going to make it. I thought they, 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 they learned. it was at stake. And especially when the galaxy before they, when they play very important games and against big opponents, they usually do good. That wasn't the case this, this game. And, and it was just, it was just disappointing, but yeah, I mean, I just had that mentality that we were just going to actually make it in, but that's what I get for believing, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, same. That's why over the years I stopped bleeding a little bit less and a little bit less. Yeah, I mean that that was basically the game. Um, I don't know if you have any final thoughts, but I think we just covered everything for that for that game. Yeah, that's pretty much my thoughts. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, again, disappointing. Uh disappointing end to our season, disappointing loss, or not loss, disappointing. Well, just a disappointing role result. I mean, it felt like a loss, even though we tied, but yeah. I mean, just disappointing. So um yeah, those were our thoughts on the game, and uh, let's get let's dive into more about this. <laughs> let's talk about the season in general. About this, all right. So, um, um, on episode one, of course, I, I the first the very first episode of this podcast, I stated that this team was barely going to make the playoffs or barely miss the playoffs. I said that too. Yeah, we both said that. We we said we 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 told that to each other, and um. I mean, technically, when you think about it, I mean, my season expectations were met. I mean, I, 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 I mean, uh, although this wasn't I didn't want this, I, I, although I wanted the Galaxy to like, you know, exceed in our expectations, you know, they were kind of met. <laughs> I mean, if you look at it that way. But yeah, I mean. But no, I mean, <laughs> uh, when you th- when you look at this, the, the season, um, I mean, I although I expected the galaxy to, to someone miss the playoffs this season, I just didn't think they were going to do it in the fashion that they, that they did. Like we said, great season in the beginning, you know, we kind of stumbled a bit in the middle. Then you had the, the nine game losing streak. And then you go into this small part of the season and then boom, it all collapses at the last moment. Um, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, what are your thoughts on the whole season in general? Of course, I kind of just broke it down right there. But what are your thoughts on the season, and how how did you feel about it? Well, my expectation before the season was just to make the playoffs. Like I actually predicted us to finish seventh place. I was forty seconds off about, so it's a little unfortunate. But no, I mean we improved from twenty twenty, so that's good, I guess. But missing the playoffs is definitely in my mind to step back from the process because the process this year was just to make the playoffs the next year, maybe be to get a home game, then maybe contend for MLS cup. So we're just back to square one now. So 
it, it's unfortunate. I think we're improved. There are some positives, obviously, some negatives. Too much inconsistency, which we can get into later, but no, it wasn't quite what I wanted. No, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's it's almost like a, a step forward plus a step back at the same time. You you Of course, you got new coaching staff in here. You got new players come in here. Um, I think, honestly, a better squad than what we had last year um, it, to a certain extent. But, I mean, w- when you when you look at this season, w- what do you think? Because I, I, I have my opinion on why we had this downfall. But what, what, what do you th- what do you think is the reason why the Galaxy went from being, you know, potentially i I mean i would i wouldn't want to say contenders in the beginning but like at least a playoff team in the beginning to how we ended what do you think was the main reason why we we got to this point yeah i definitely have a reason and for me it's the chicharito injury before he was with the team for like almost until the whole summer and then he got injured then we went 13 games without chicharito and then i think the team started to play a different play style and get used to without playing him and then they integrated Chicharito back in, and they, it just didn't click altogether, if you get what I'm saying. So I think that it didn't click, and it just wasn't right. Not that Chicharito shouldn't have came back, because he's obviously a fantastic player, but I just think the overall team chemistry didn't click when Chicharito came back, because the team prior before when he was injured found a new different playing style that not necessarily was working for them, but they just got used to playing a certain way. So that that's my main reason. And just so many rotations also just... I don't know. You need more consistency if you want to be a good team in MLS until the end. Yeah. And that was a big issue this season. I mean, you, you even said it right now in like our group chat earlier was like, how many, how many different lineups did we have this season? You know, like we weren't consistent at all in our lineups. We had new players coming in. We had players getting injured. I mean, just, it, it was, it was always a different lineup every, every game. But I think when you look to me, when you look at this, when you look at the downfall, I mean, yes, you, you have to count in the injuries. You have to count in the amount of players that were new into MLS, the, the rotations and everything like that, just different lineups, different style of play. But to me, I like the big thing I look at this team and the big thing that I feel like the reason why we had a big downfall was just the mentality issue of this team. Um. I feel I feel like there was times where mentally the galaxy just weren't there. Like they didn't have the right mindset. They didn't have the, you know, I mean, there was times where we've played great games against great teams. And there'd be times where we go into a game against the shitty team and we play terrible. I, um, I think, I think mentally, when you look at that, the mentality of the players, and like you said, when Chicharito got out, you know, we kind of shifted into a different role. And I think mentally that affected people. I think mentally, you know, when, when, you, and, and, and it's always that, that, right. Like when you have a, a star player go out, like, you know, that really does affect you. It does affect the locker room in some sort of way. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think mentally we were all there. Um, of course you had, I mean, you had players that were mentally there. I think you like, for example, like Sasha Kleshin, who every time he stepped on the field, he had the right mentality of saying, hey, I'm going to make it worth every single minute. But there were some players that I feel like didn't do that. I mean, you can say that about Kevin Cabral. I mean, you, you can kind of say that he wasn't in the right mental space, in my opinion. I, I, I mean, I don't know. It, it, to me, it just seems like the, the Galaxy didn't like in the beginning, they had the right mentality. But 
when you go when further down the season that mentality kind of shifted into different things if you get what i'm saying yeah that's fair i think they weren't i don't know how to say it they like they didn't get up for certain games they didn't take points as seriously as they should have they i don't know i don't know what happened in the second half really yeah they, and, they and just only, they, and, and made they're tired i don't know yeah, and not only just players. I, I feel like same thing with with Greg Vanny. I think felt I felt like his sometimes, like the way he approached some games wasn't yeah, the I right agree. rate of approach, especially in this last uh, you know the latter part of the season. Like, I, I don't feel like he he approached some games well. Um, of course, when you look at um, through this through a mentality issue, I mean, when you look at John Dos Santos and like. Uh, Sebastian Legette, who faced tragedy this season, who, you know, lost somebody in their families, lost someone in their lives, you know, that, of course, mentally affected them. Like, I, I feel like I, I, I don't think it was a talent issue for this team. Like talent, like I felt like this team could have made the playoffs. Um, and maybe if you put the right lineup and put the right, you know, f- you know, formation, maybe this team could have contend. I mean, I, I feel like that might be a bit of a stretch, but but still, I think mentally when you look at this team and mentally when you look at the players and what they had to face i think that was just a big issue for them yeah also greg vanny in my opinion picked too many favorites like cabral dos santos legit i think he would he should have gave other players a chance in my opinion that's just me yeah i I think so too i mean we signed jovelchik to this you know massive yeah for for nothing for yeah for hardly anything i mean he only scored two goals this season if i'm correct he's not yeah he sorry he's not even a flop yeah he's not even a flop signing we just don't play him the one game not the one game but when in one of the few games he started he scored two goals and then basically for the rest of the season since chicharito came back he's been on the bench and i've said time and time again they should start together but they probably didn't start together because the galaxy already got used to playing a certain formation so they they didn't want to change. So hopefully this offseason, they'll try a new formation and Jovelcha can have a much bigger role because four and a half million dollars just to basically do nothing. Well, you might as well have spent that on a position you need and started him the remainder of the season. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I mean, it almost felt like Jovelchik was sort of like a like a panic signing. I mean, I don't want to say he is because I think he has the potential to be great for this team and the potential to start for this team and have have a great impact and hopefully next season we get to see that but i mean yeah i mean i i wish we saw a little bit of more of javelchik i mean two i mean he came off a season with with 20 goals if i'm if i'm if i'm correct right 20 goals in, in the austrian league or something like that i think like 22 but you're close yeah he, he scored the point is he scored double digits and in the 20s so you know he's a player that should be starting so Something uh, that I think was a rush signing was Kevin Cabral. That was more of a rush signing than Jovalchik. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could say that. I mean, it, yeah, it was a bit rushed because we didn't know what, what was going to happen with Pavon, especially. We didn't know what, what was what was his situation, what, you know, those legal cases and everything that that, that was going on in Argentina. We don't know what was going to happen. So, I mean, yeah, I guess you could say like Cabral was, you know, somewhat of a rush signing in, in this season. Um, let's get into some players, um, about this season. Uh, of course I, I put standouts and I put, I, I put busts. I mean, I don't want to say bust, but you know, just true. players who didn't do, didn't do great. Um, of course my season standouts were Chicharito, uh, Araujo, Bond, Revelison. Those were my, my four, I guess that stand out. And then when it came to bust, I put Cabral, I put Jonathan Dos Santos and I put Legette. Um, 
would you put anybody else in those lists or do you think that's kind of accurate? Yeah, it's very accurate. That would exactly be my list. So I agree on that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's kind of hard to argue otherwise. Yeah. Cause like, I mean, yeah, there were some players that did great. There were some players that did poor, but sometimes it was just because of the fact like they weren't there for the entire season. Like for example, like, I don't know, like Nico, since we talked about him so much, like he would have been a bust, but in reality it was like, he was only here for, you know, less than half a season. So I don't really want to put him in that category. Um, yeah. I mean, let's talk a little bit about Chicharito because he had a, he had, a, you know, his season changed dramatically. Yeah. I'm not surprised by it. Obviously in 2020, he didn't really play much because of his calf injury, which he unfortunately had again this year, but luckily the season was a bit longer, but Chicharito. Yeah. He, he definitely played better. I knew he had it in him. I knew he was always a good player. So I'm I'm happy he's living up to what we paid him. Yeah, I'm happy too. I had him. I think I had him because again in episode one, I, I had I had his a goal count or goal prediction. I think I said that he was going to score 15. I mean, he scored two more goals than that. So I mean, he exceeded my expectation on that part. Um, I think technically speaking, like when you look at regular season, he tied his his goal count from like when he was at Leverkusen. Because I think at the same time, when you look at in his Leverkusen days at, at you know, just the Bundesliga regular season, I think he scored like 17 goals. So, yeah, I mean, he tied that up. He tied his, you know, and then that was basically his prime. So he kind of tied out, tied um the same amount of goals he had in his prime. So, I mean, great season by yeah. him. So obviously, obviously MLS is in Europe, but still it's, it's very good for him to yeah. get back in double digit goals. Yeah. And also he's old, he's much older. So it's like, you know, that's still pretty impressive in that part. So, yeah, I think yeah that that was a great season by him. Um, you know, Araujo had a great season, although he didn't have a great, you know, game this past weekend. Araujo was great. Um, of course, we'll, we'll get into a little bit of him and his future, but I mean, yeah, I mean, best right back in the league, contender for probably best defender, uh, best defender in MLS this season. Yeah, he had a great season. I, I think you can agree on that. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and then when you look at Jonathan Bond and Ravellison, you know, two newcomers that, you know, impacted the team, you know, in a positive way. Yeah, great season by them. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, player. Some players are great. Some players are bad. Um, let's get let's get into a little bit of uh, next season. Um, a lot of important moves for the Galaxy. Of course, there's a possibility we can get a DP spot for next season. Um, you know, with Jonah possibly leaving this offseason. If he leaves this offseason, and we'll talk a little bit about Jonah too, but like if he leaves this offseason, what do you think we should use that designated player spot on? It's very obvious for me. It's obviously a, a DP10. I mean, I don't think there's another answer. You can maybe argue for another one, but a DP10 seems very obvious to me. Yeah, I would agree. We 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 need a we need a creative uh, you know. We definitely need that center attacking mid, someone who's going to service the balls to uh, to Chicharito. Um, of course, Vasquez did a pretty good job, but the fact that he's yeah he's up there in age, next year. yeah the the fact that he's up there in age and things like that, and and I don't even know how long we I think we only signed him for like this year, right? I I think there's an option for next year, but I'd have to check. Yeah, something like that. I I know we of course have him for at least a year, or so but again, like I said. Uh, Vasquez is, is up there in age. We still need someone much younger, someone in their prime, maybe, who's going to 
really uh, benefit to the team and especially that midfield in general because it because those were that was kind of like the a little bit of the low spot of this uh you know not, not the best this season but yeah I, I think that we should go for that um and and kind of transition to that um of course there's some, there's going to be some players that might go this season of course one being Jonah of course there's I, I feel like the writing's on the wall that he might leave but there could be a possibility he stays what do you think on on John Alva? Do you think if we keep him, of course it's going to be on a lower contract. But would you want him to stay? Would you kind of want him to leave? Just how, how do you feel about that? I wouldn't say I want him to leave because that's a little bit disrespectful. But I think it's appropriate that both sides move on, and it would be beneficial for both sides to move on. So that's my opinion on it. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I wouldn't say I wouldn't mind signing him on a Tam deal, of course, but that's going to be a big drop off in money for him. And if he's going to want that, I, you know, I don't know. And honestly, I don't think he would, but we're just going to have to see on that. Of course, another player that might leave that I think is on a more positive side is, is, uh, is Araujo. Of course he had a great season and obviously there's, there's rumors that he can go to Europe. Do you think he leaves in the winter? That's a great question. Actually. I, I'm actually like 50-50 right now. I think he could leave in the winter, but I also think he could continue one last season in MLS. Like I'm seriously on the fence with that, so I can't answer right now. No, I mean, I, I agree with you because that's kind of why I wanted to ask you that question too. But yeah, I feel like Araujo, like, of course he's a great season. He had a great season, and I think he has the capability of going to Europe. But to me, to like, of course, if you told me this like months ago, I would have said, yeah, he would have left in, in the winter. But now when you look at it, I don't know if he leaves in the winter. I, I feel like he does have enough for one more season. Um, but I mean, I don't know. It, it, it really just does depend on, on that, but I don't know. I, I don't, I have, I have a weird feeling that he doesn't leave in the winter now. Yeah. Same actually. I don't know why. Like I'm like 52, like 48. Kind of. I don't know. It's, it's weird. Yeah. Cause like, like we, we know his talent. We know how good he is, but it's just the fact that, I don't know. Is he really ready to go to to Europe now? Is he really to move on this this soon in the winter transfer window? I, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know either. It's very weird. Um, very weird on on Morocco now. Um, I, I think a lot of people would say that um, he's ready to move on, but I don't know. <laughs> um, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see about that one. Um, let's talk about. A little, a little bit about who might have a bigger impact next season. Um, well, anybody in particular that you think might have like a bigger role next season? Joe Velchik, hopefully. I mean, we brought him in for $4.5 million. He's obviously a very talented player in Europe, scoring 22 goals last season. He didn't get much of a role this year because we already got used to playing a certain style of play. But hopefully in the offseason, we can change our style a little bit and he can be integrated to the squad and have a not a huge year, but at least a good year next year. Yeah, I think so, too. I, I think that, you know, the amount of money that we paid him, the amount of years that we paid him, Joe Velchik should have much more of a bigger role this next season. I think a lot of the newcomers are going to have a bigger role next season. And um, yeah. and then, and another thing I wanted to bring up was maybe I feel like that next season that maybe we might see some some younger guys going maybe we might see some of those g2 guys and those academy players step coming in and stepping in i i feel like they might have a bigger role of course there's a few 
from that from the the Galaxy Two side that might make the jump. Of course, Cameron Dunbar. Um, I feel like uh, Johnny Perez can make the jump. Uh, Jalen Neal can make the jump. There, there's there's a few people on, on that side that could make the jump for possible for, for the yeah for the first team. I feel like they might have maybe not like a bigger role, but I mean like not like a starting role, but like one that could, you know, just to get, just to get them their, their first team minutes. Yeah, that's fair. Let's talk about a little bit about Cabral for, for this one, uh, which is my next question. How do you Sorry. think, he'll do, how do you think he'll do next season? Now that we, uh, of course we saw the big flop that he was this season, but of course we've seen players have had, you know, very pers- very poor first seasons. And then, you know, the next season they, they make the jump. Um, do you think Cabral, how do you think he'll do next season? Do you think he'll be better? I got to be honest with you. No, I do not. I'm sorry. You know, I do not think he'll be. No, I don't. Well, why is that, though? Because I just don't think he cares much about this club. And I, I just don't think he's that good either. I think he's too weak. I think he's too just indecisive. I, I don't think he cares enough. I just don't think he's a good player. I really don't. I don't think he even cares to improve. He made zero progress since his debut, in my opinion, so. I don't see it. I'm, I'm sorry, but you know, hopefully he proves me wrong. Hopefully he's listening to this. Hopefully what I'm saying angers him, but I just don't see it. I mean, I, I was, done, of course I was done with Cabral for this season. I, I said it, you know, episodes before I said, you know what? I'm done with him this season. He's, you know, he's done. Um, of course now with a new season approach going to happen, um, I mean, if he get and like I said, mentality was a big thing for this team, and he was one of the reasons why why I mentioned mentality because I felt like and like you said, I don't feel like he really cared, or not necessarily just cared, but maybe somewhat overwhelmed in the the quality of the league, I guess. Because I mean, there's some players that kind of like you know downplay MLS, but then they realize, oh, you know, MLS is not that easy as as you know as it seems on the outside. So, yeah, I feel like. If he gets his if he gets himself himself straight mentally, and and of course you know physically and, and you know he improves on the field as well. I mean, I, I just hope he 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 sees this season. He looks at what he did this season and says, "Hey, I'm gonna do something better. I'm gonna do something different. I'm gonna try to prove everybody wrong." You know, hopefully, and like and like I said, hopefully he's you know listening to this or like for some reason listening to our <laughs> podcast. Um, you know, and saying, you know what, I'm going to do something different here. Um, of course, we saw Chicharito do do that. He got himself straight. Yeah. You know, he he had his whole thing and, you know, he ended up doing, he ended up having a, a really great season. Um, yeah, but Chicharito's, sorry, can I speak real quick? No, yeah, go ahead, bro. Yeah, but Chicharito's like a lot different though, because Cabral is just some like 21-year-old prospect from France. No one really cared about. Chicharito is CONCACAF's like, what, almost all-time leading scorer. Mexico's all-time leading scorer. Played for Man United, Real Madrid. We knew the quality he had. We just knew he had to be healthy. Cabral, I don't see that quality, and I don't even see that desire, if I'm being honest with you right now. Well, yeah, I I mean, I would agree on that. But at at the same time, it's like he's still getting paid a lot of money. He's still young. Um, And if he's going to – if he wants to go back to Europe, which I'm assuming is he would want to do, is to go back to Europe – you know, go back to Europe and things like that and, you know, have his career, I guess, revitalized in some way, you know, he's going to have to make some changes. And I, and I think, I don't want to say he has to go through the same process as, as what, you know, Chicharito did, but like somewhat of, somewhat of a process where he just has to, 
really think about what he did, what he's done and what he can do better. I mean, yeah. Hit the weight room. Yeah. That too. I, I, I like I said, it's not just a, men- a mentality issue. I think it's a, you know, f- physically too. I mean, he like his play needs to get a little bit better. I think, yeah. Like you said, he needs to build up a little bit. I mean, yeah, th- there's a lot of things he, he can do better, but of course we signed him. This was basically a prospect signing for, a very expensive prospect signing, but a DP senior DP spot prospect signing, which I still don't understand, but yeah, I mean, as much as people don't want, don't want to hear trust the process or, or things like that. I mean, at the, you're going to have to, at some point, I, I feel like you're going to, I feel like I give Cabral, if Cabral doesn't do anything next year, I, I then I'll say he's a flop. Like, yeah. I, I, I don't want to completely say he's, he, he wasn't worth it until maybe next season but yeah but i don't see anything improving so we'll see yeah uh, we'll see about that um final question i guess for for next season and i think this is a question that we we do kind of need because there were some people that were kind of overreacting on this but do you think greg vanny is going to lead this team to the playoffs next season and maybe maybe you know, an MLS, be an MLS Cup contender next season? Oh, uh, I don't think that's fair to ask right now when we haven't made any moves in the offseason just begun. So I, I can't answer that right now. No, because Nashville is coming into the West next year. They're a top three side in the East. LAFC is going to look to be healthy next year. They're going to be better. And Austin's going to look to improve in their second year. So right now I'd say no, but we still have a long offseason to go. So we'll see what happens. You can ask me that in a couple months. All right, for sure. I just wanted to ask that now. But um, yeah, I mean, there was a lot of people who there was a lot of Greg Vanny outs <laughs> on. Sunday. Yeah, it's a little, a little too early for that. Yeah, way too early for that. There was a lot of people that were that were saying he should be out. Of course, I did not like Greg Vanny in, in the last part of the season uh, and what he and like sort of what his tactics were. But overall, I don't you know, why would you why would you get rid of a coach in his first year? It makes it doesn't no work anyways. We fired like four coaches. Nothing changed, though. So no point in trying that again. Yeah. Um, I mean, to me, Greg Vanny still has the resume. He still has the, you know, the the qualifications to ba- turn this team around. But, you know, I, I there was a lot of people that were saying Greg Vanny out that I did not like. I think they were just stupid. Yeah, true. But yeah, that was just a little bit of next season. Uh, anything you expect for next season? Anything uh, anything else that you would want to see? No, just a DP 10, really. And. Probably a new center back to pair with Derek Williams. Hopefully, Viafania is healthy. Maybe add some depth. Maybe trade for an MLS veteran, help the experience. But no, that's pretty much it. All right, then. Um, yeah, that's basically it for the show. Um, like I said, this was the last show of the season. I, I, I didn't want this to be the last show of the season, but of course, it is, unfortunately. Um, I just wanted to say to everybody, um, who has listened throughout the whole season. Thank you. Uh, thank you for listening to this podcast, to this new podcast that, that came up. And, um, you know, just thank you for listening. Thank you for giving it a try. Thank you for sticking around. Thank you for just everything. Thank you for my first season of covering this team because, um, you know, I, I did. I, in fact, I didn't even know I was going to make this podcast until like a week before the season. So, but the fact that you guys, you know, came back every single week and, listen to my voice and listen to LA galaxy central's voice and just, you know, 
just to talk about LA Galaxy, even though you might not agree with us, or maybe you do agree with us, or you know, whatever it may be. Um, you still stuck around. I, I, I thank you for that. Thank you for everything on social media. Thank you for following there. Um, yeah, I mean, just overall, thank you. Of course, thank you to LA Galaxy Central for coming in this season. Um, you know, I invited you once and then you kind of just stuck around, which I'm glad you did. Yep. So it's been great. Yeah. I mean, thank you, man. Really, honestly, I can't thank you enough. Yeah, I appreciate it. I'll be back anytime you want. Uh, and I hope you do come back, man. I mean, it, it is fun having you here. Yeah, of course. So, um, yeah. Thank you to all the followers, all the listeners. Thank you to all my friends, family who, who also listen and support me as well. Just overall, just a big thank you. Just a big, big thank you to everybody. And um, if you um, and if you're new for some reason on the last episode, um, of course, uh, we'll be back next season and it'll be better. Um, so, yeah, follow this podcast. Uh, recommend it to people. And um, if you want to keep in touch with us in the off season, because we'll be, you know, doing some stuff in the off season, uh, I would assume uh, you can follow me at Insider Galaxy on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow LA Galaxy Central on Twitter and Instagram. Go follow us there on the social medias. Um, if you want to follow me personally, uh, you can follow me at DJ underscore uh, Puerco on Instagram. That is at DJ underscore P-U-E-R-K-O. If you want to follow me on Twitter, it is at it's Eric. Um, it is at it's double underscore. Eric, excuse me. It's it's double underscore E-R-I-C-K. Go follow me on Twitter. Go follow the social medias. And um, yeah, that's it for the season. That's it for everything. So um, like I said, big thank you. Hope everybody is, is doing well. Hope everybody, I hope everybody does well in the off season. Um, yeah. Thank you guys. God bless. Jesus. Seven words.